Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis wide open. Davis still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know and that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And I've got a return guest. He was on before the draft to talk about what the Jets should do. And now that we know what the Jets did do, we're going to talk about what he thinks overall of their process and who they ended up getting. And that, of course, is the godfather over at Rivals.com, national scouting director for them for 25 years, Mr. Mike Farrell. Mike, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Sure, no problem. So, Mike, let's talk about what they did. I know that in the lead-up to the draft, I asked you about what you would do at quarterback. You said you would take Justin Fields over Zach Wilson, and a big part of the reason was the level of competition. Do you think it's a massive mistake? Do you think it was close? Would you definitely have taken Fields after having more time to reflect? You know, I I still would, um, but they were locked in on Zach Wilson for a reason. Um, You know, they never wavered. You know, it's not like San Francisco where you had like three different quarterbacks going to that number three spot. They kept, you know, shuffling rumors. Um, there was no doubt about the one and two picks. So they know what they want in their offense. Um, and they feel that Wilson is a guy that fits that better. He's got, you know, a little bit more live of an arm and and he can make plays, um, you know, when he's running around scrambling. And, and Justin Fields could do that as well. Um, the only difference is, of course, you know, the level of competition and all that. And, you know, I didn't think Wilson looked that great um, against top-notch competition. But it really depends on the pieces they put around him, you know. And, and, and Justin Fields, they traded up for him. He slid to 11. The, uh, the Bears got him. Um, you know, it really depends on the pieces they put around him as well because you're only going to be as successful uh, as the team that's built around you, as we saw with Sam Darnold, who has talent but just had nothing to work with. 
The second first-round pick ended up being a trade-up. They were at 23, they went up to 14, and they grabbed Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard-slash-tackle at a USC. There's been some controversy about this because a lot of the analytics crowd has been saying that Joe Douglas overpaid and it was a big mistake and you don't make a move like that for a guard and unless Elijah Vera Tucker ends up being Quentin Nelson, it was a waste of a trade. What do you think here? I personally tend to lean towards if you like him that much and you really think that he can be a big piece for your offense, especially with this rookie quarterback, go get your guy if you don't have to give up the farm, which is what Joe Douglas did, so I'm in favor of the move. Did you like it or not like it? What do you think of the Vera Tucker selection overall? Uh, it, it's solid. I mean, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker is one of those guys that everybody liked in the draft. They didn't know whether he was going to go in that you know, 14 to 22 range, or uh, if he was going to slide to the end of the first round. He's not a pure guard. They're going to play him at guard. Um, they'll put him next to the big ticket. And, and you know, you have to protect your quarterback. They're going to select Zach Wilson, give him an opportunity to, you know, be successful. Um, you, you might as well do all you can to protect him. You know, they, they could have stayed at 23, landed somebody else along the offensive line I, of course i had talked about getting a running back uh, but they they addressed that in this uh, second round so I, I i don't know i mean i i'm not critical of it i think guards you know are, are certainly undervalued in the first round same with centers um if you have a really good center and if you have two really good interior linemen you know tackles you can go out and get and spend big money on but those 10-year starters at guards are, are hard to find. And no one's Quentin Nelson. I mean, you don't expect Elijah Vera Tucker to be that. But if he can be a plug-in guy and, you know, stay there for a long time and, and keep Zach Wilson from, you know, laying on his back, then I think it's a good move up. In the second round, the Jets got Elijah Moore, the wide receiver from Ole Miss, who by all accounts they were thinking of taking a 23 if they hadn't moved up. I liked him a lot when I watched his tape before the draft, but it wasn't my pick. I wouldn't have made that pick at number 34. I would have gone with Tevin Jenkins on the offensive line. But after I watched more of him following the draft, I really fell in love with him as a prospect. He can do so many things that I think make him a potential number one wide receiver. What do you think of Elijah Moore at number 34? Yeah, I think he's the best second round wide receiver um you know again he's only the second pick in the second round so he's practically a first rounder but um you know he he's a kid we saw way back in high school very confident he's going to fit in very well with zach wilson you know they're both um alpha dogs they're both super confident um you know it's going to be sort of a potential josh allen's stefan diggs uh combination there i think because they both really feel they could do anything. And, and, and Elijah Moore matured quite a bit after the whole uh, incident in the end zone. There's pretending to be a dog and get, still lost the egg bowl and grew up a lot from that situation, came back, had a tremendous season, uh, and he could work out of the slot. He could work outside. He's sneaky strong for his size. He's just not a big target. But, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Diggs. Uh, a kid with a chip on his shoulder who continues to want to prove people that he's better than, than they think he is. Well, if he can be anywhere near as good as Stefan Diggs, I think that'll be a huge win for the New York Jets who need as many wins as they can get because they were trying to add a ton of premium talent with the draft picks that they had. They got Elijah Moore. They got Elijah Vera Tucker. 
They got Zach Wilson. And then in the fourth round, because they didn't have a third-round pick after making the Vera Tucker trade, they grabbed Michael Carter, the running back from UNC. Now, Mike, when you were on the show last time, you said the Jets should pick Najee Harris out of Alabama at number 23. Instead, he ended up going 24 to the Steelers, which is what you said would happen if the Jets didn't pick him. I know you probably think they made a mistake by not doing what they needed to do to get Najee Harris, but being that they didn't get Najee Harris, what do you think of the Michael Carter selection? Um, yeah, and, and I, I meant to say fourth round instead of second round. You know, Javante Williams, Michael Carter, you go back and forth as to which one's better at North Carolina and which one's going to be more effective in the NFL. Uh, Michael Carter is shorter. Um, he's not a tremendous target out of the backfield. Um, you know, you could do limited things with him in the passing game, but he is also extremely difficult to get a hit on. And he runs with a lot of, um, you know, natural leverage. So you think Claude Edwards Hilaire at best, uh, if he could stay healthy, that's the other issue. Um, He's shown health, but he's got a lot of tread on the tires. Um, Whereas Javante is a little bit more physical of a runner and, and a little bit more, I would say, of a better passing option. So good value in the fourth round. Uh, I don't know if he's your, you know, Valcow running back. I don't know if they have those anymore. You know, I think it's going to be obviously a uh, a situation where he's a begins to be a, a ten to twelve carry guy for them. Change of pace. Um, it's a good value in the fourth round, and a lot of Jets fans didn't want to go running back high. You know, there are other needs. So for them to get a a very good wide receiver to trade up for the offensive lineman they wanted to, and still land one of the top to me six or seven running backs this draft. Uh, it's certainly not bad. I don't expect stardom from him, but I know they're going to get a hard worker. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's do lightning round here, Mike, with the rest of these draft picks, and we'll even touch on some of the undrafted free agents really quickly. First one, round five, pick number 146, Jamie and Sherwood, the linebacker slash safety out of Auburn. Yeah, they went on a run of sort of hybrid-y defensive players that you could slot a lot of places. He, he's not a great cover guy, but he's a good tackler, and they want to play him as a linebacker. Um, but I think you could put him in also as a strong safety in, si- in situations as well. A bit of a project, but the versatility, I think, um, that's it. That's what they wanted to. And they, they certainly nailed it with him and some other guys at the end of the draft. Also in the fifth round at pick number 154, the Jets weren't content to get one Michael Carter. They had to get a second one. That's Michael Carter the second, or as I like to call him, MC2, the cornerback slash safety out of Duke. Same size, too. I mean, he's just a little smaller, but he's, he's 5'8". Uh, that's my issue with him, you know, but he could be a nickel corner for you. I doubt he's ever going to be one of those guys that you just put out there on an island. Um, but he's also a, a kid who plays bigger than his size, like very, very aggressive football player and, and hates to be told he's too small. So again, another chip on his shoulder guy. Uh, and I think he's a depth player in the secondary for them. Last pick in the fifth round for them at number 175 cornerback, Jason Pinnock from Pitt. Uh, athletic kid, um, you know, gets lost sometimes, but can catch the football. You know, he was a wide receiver out of high school and very, very good ball skills. So I think he's going to make a couple plays that'll turn some heads there, but he also might uh, make a couple plays where Jets fans get frustrated because consistency is the thing he needs to work on. But again, when you're talking about frame and and hands and, and ball skills, he's definitely a guy who brings that to the table. And they're loading up on the defensive backfield. So, you know, I think the competition is going to be good for all these guys. A player that the more and more I look at him, the more and more I'm thinking the Jets might have gotten a real steal. Pick number 186 in the sixth round, linebacker slash safety out of Florida State, Hamson Nisrilladeen. Yeah, definitely a steal. I mean, because he was injured. Um, you know, 2020 didn't go well for many, many Florida State <laughs> players. You know, Marvin Wilson falling out of the draft and all that stuff. I mean, it's just, it was a nightmare for that team. And he is a... A heavily recruited kid out of high school, a very good athlete, you know, extremely athletic and has size where you can plug him into a few different situations. Um, you know, the, the injury was a concern when they played two games last season. His production fell off a little bit, started off very well as a freshman, but that whole team fell apart. The chemistry was off at Florida State. Um, honestly, you know, the, the transition from Taggart to Norvell hasn't been that smooth. And this is just a very athletic kid who got caught up in that wash. Um, I think this is one of the better value picks late in the round. As long as he stays healthy, um, he's definitely going to be a starter. I think he's a contributor, not immediate, but down the line starter that you're going to see, you know, consistently in the Jets lineup for quite a few years if he stays healthy. Second pick in the sixth round, number 200 overall. We heard a lot about Kelvin Joseph, the cornerback out of Kentucky. This is one of the other cornerbacks from Kentucky, Brandon Eccles. Yeah, it doesn't get the same attention, um, but, you know, got attention because a lot of people threw at him, and, and, and that's good, you know, good and bad. I mean, obviously, PFF numbers are average and, you know, um, targeted quite a bit and had some, some bad plays on tape, but, you know, again, a guy with the frame and the athleticism that's going to be, I think, 
called upon to develop at the NFL level a little bit faster, but not asked to jump in there and play right away. Um, he's going to have to learn. Uh, he's going to have to get his technique down. Um, I do like the fact that he and Joseph played together, pushed each other. Um, you know, Joseph was a second round, I think second rounder to the Cowboys. And he learned a lot from him. And this was not a heavily recruited kid, whereas Joseph was when the LSU transferred into Kentucky. Um, so I think they learned a lot from each other. Um, very, you know, late round pick. We'll see if it happens. He's, he's iffy to be that roster guy. Um, but I think he's depth at the position and they really wanted more depth. Final pick in the draft for the Jets, number 207 overall in the sixth round. Jonathan Marshall, defensive tackle from Arkansas. Team captain, incredible athletic testing, and had some production too, but a little bit inconsistent. Seems like the type of guy that you take a swing at in the sixth round. Yeah, especially if you're a defensive coach, you know, and you've done well coaching defensive linemen. You can get something out of this kid. Um, really raw. Uh, you know, again, played for some bad football teams at Arkansas, never really developed that consistency uh, to dominate physical testing off the chart. Um, he's got a very, uh, well, not very, but pretty experienced group of um, defensive linemen that, that he can learn from. And he's not going to be asked to, to be put in there right away. So I think he's going to be a guy that you're going to see with the athleticism. This is a, this is a solid pick to me for sure. And, and I think he sees something in him that, that makes him believe he's going to develop into a, a regular NFL player down the line. Mike, a couple of key undrafted free agents, some players that a lot of people were stunned didn't actually end up getting drafted, including one guy that I know you know pretty well because you interviewed him, Kenny Yaboa, the tight end out of Ole Miss. Yeah, that was surprising. Um, you know, the tight end position is it's, it's more valuable. In, in the NFL, he was coached by Lane Kiffin. Uh, Kiffin does very well with tight ends. Um, he's a flex guy, very, very articulate a transfer, um, you know, played under Matt Rule. It just there was a lot there, I thought, that someone could have drafted. And there's a few guys that just slipped right through uh, that I think are going to use that as motivation. Now, I don't think he's a star, but I, I'll tell you this. I mean, he's better than Evan Ingram, and Evan Ingram was a first-rounder, so – that one's a little bit puzzling to me. Another one that was puzzling to some people, even though he had a bad year, was Hamilcar Rashid Jr. Just because of how productive he was the year before, you'd have thought someone would take a chance on a pass rusher like him. The defensive lineman slash outside linebacker from Oregon State. What do you think there? Yeah, I mean, led the nation in sacks in 2019. Uh, the Pac-12 was a disaster last year. Some teams played four games. Um, nobody was really into it. If you watch film on Pac-12 last year, uh, from a team basis, the consistency across the board of effort was just not there. And I'm not saying it was him. I'm just saying with, with, with no one else, and not no one, but when a lot of people around you aren't playing hard, uh, it's just really hard to get up for the season. And, and the Pac-12 was obviously the one that canceled and came back and started late. And there was really nothing to play for. Um, that worries me that his production fell so much. Uh, but to not get drafted, I mean, this kid led the nation in sacks in 2019. He's worth a flyer. You see a guy with the measurables like Joe Tryon go in the first round from Washington. Um, and then this guy slides out. So sometimes I just don't, I don't get it. I think people look too much into uh, fallen production. Like why didn't he get better? 
um, rather than what he did in 2019. And, and that's just puzzling to me. Another player a lot of people were stunned didn't get drafted. Hamilcar Rashid Jr.'s teammate at Oregon State, cornerback Isaiah Dunn, got the highest guarantee the Jets have ever given to an undrafted defensive back. What do you think there? Yeah, another defensive back for the Jets. I mean, they really are loading up at that position. He's a six-foot kid, so he's got size. Um, he's almost 200 pounds. Um, you know, I think they, they, they want, obviously, somebody to work outside against bigger receivers. Uh, and, and it's clear, based on the way they signed him, that they coveted him and, and probably would have drafted him, um, you know, if, if they didn't fall in love at the end of the, the, the draft or had extra picks. They didn't fall in love with the Arkansas kid or had extra picks. So uh, this might as well be a draft pick. Um, this might as well be a, a seventh rounder we're talking about here and a guy that they're very high on. Couple of Rutgers kids, Michael Dwumfor and Brendan White, both transfers. White, a linebacker, and Dwumfor, a defensive lineman. Yeah, both iffy NFL guys. You know, Dwumfor uh, is stubby. You know, he, he's not overly athletic when it comes to chasing the quarterback. And he, he's he's sort of a technique-specific guy. White, um, not the most athletic guy. He's not going to run a ton of plays down for you. So, you know, a couple of guys that are hard workers, um, you know, in that system, probably trusting, you know, a very good defensive mind in Greg Schiano and picking his brain and saying, hey, you know, you've, you've had guys go off to the NFL, be very successful. You coached in the NFL. You coached at Ohio State. You know, are these guys worth, um, you know, at least bringing in as undrafted free agents? I don't expect either of them to make the roster. Uh, if one does, it would be one four, I think. Uh, and again, they have more depth at defensive line than they do at linebacker. But I don't know. It depends on what type of defense they want to run in certain sets because he's a pure inside scheme guy couple of offensive linemen that the Jets grabbed, Teton Saltis, the offensive lineman from New Mexico, Grant Hermans, huge man, offensive lineman out of Purdue, Tristan Hogue, offensive lineman from BYU, somebody that Zach Wilson is pretty familiar with. Yeah, Hogue was a big recruit coming out of high school. I think he's a four-star kid. So, um, you know, athleticism wasn't off the charts, but uh, certainly effort. He's an interior lineman, 6'4", 306, a good depth player there. Herman's is, as you said, a giant. He's 6'7", 300 pounds, super project. Um, we'll see if he, you know, develops. It, 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 speed was the biggest issue with him, uh, and that's never a good thing when you're heading off to the NFL. But sometimes things click for these 6'7", 300-pound guys that are just starting to come into their own and feel comfortable. Um so, you know, good value undrafted free agent-wise at offensive lineman. One of these guys will probably make the team. I would say Hoge has the inside, you know, with the, with the relationship with, with Wilson and the trust that they have. I think he has the inside track. Another offensive lineman they grabbed, Parker Ferguson from Air Force. And to round out a couple of other names here, Camillo Eifler, the linebacker from Illinois, Jordan Peters, defensive back from Auburn, and last but not least, I'm glad the Jets addressed the kicker spot. Chris Nugar from SMU. Wish they would have taken one of their draft picks and used it on Jose Borregales, but still glad that they were able to grab a kicker at some point here. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, when you talk about a few of these guys, uh, you know, if they're going to make the roster or not, um, you know, you know you have a weakness in the secondary. So Jordan Peters comes from a good program in Auburn. 
they produce defensive backs. They've got a lot of them in the league. Uh, they play an SEC schedule. So he's the one that I kind of look at out of this last group we're talking about that has a chance to make it. He's a he's a pretty good tackler. Um, he had 42 tackles last season. Very, very good special teams player. And, and I think that's how you make the NFL as an undrafted free agent, and then you move from there. So Peter's the guy. And then, you know, of course, kicker. You always have to address kicker. <laughs> I, I don't know if they did. Uh, we're going to find out. Um, it, it would be a shame for the Jets to – rebuild this offense and, 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 and sort of build on this defense and then not have their special teams play up the snuff and lose a couple of games with wide left, wide right. So uh, I'm not sold on the strategy there, a kicker, but I do like uh, Peters as a defensive back. Mike, last question. Overall, how do you think the Jets did with their draft picks and with the signings of the undrafted free agents? Well, you look at the first round, of course, that's what everybody looks at. Obviously, Zach Wilson's their guy. Um, and the trade-up for Vera Tucker, that's another one of their guys. Uh, Elijah Moore's good value in the second round. Michael Carter's good value in the fourth round. Overall, I would give it a B. Um, and that's it's a B because I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. But, again, the same things I see about Zach Wilson I saw about Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I always wonder, if Patrick Mahomes went to the Texans and, and the Chiefs had traded up for Deshaun Watson, what would we be talking about today? So it's really all the talent you have around you. He could be Patrick Mahomes, but will he have the talent to bring that out of him? Or will he end up being, you know, the Patrick Mahomes we never saw? Uh, essentially, we saw in the Super Bowl running for his life with the Texans. So that's kind of why I give it a B. The talent and the coaching, right? Yeah, the coaching, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's a wild card. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, Eric Bieniemy gets a lot of credit for Patrick Mahomes. So I don't think he really gets you should get much it's an Andy Reid thing you mm -hmm. know Salah is a defensive guy I'm not sure you know how they're going to bring Zach Wilson along they've got good coaches obviously he's hired some good offensive minds uh but it's talent man it's talent I mean if you don't have Kelsey and Tyreek and all those other guys at Kansas City I, I think Patrick Mahomes is running for his life and throwing the ball you know sideways like we saw in the Super Bowl I mean you gotta have an offensive line too so We'll see. We'll see what Zach Wilson. He's he's big boomer bust. Mike Farrell, the godfather over at Rivals.com. Thanks so much for coming back on. Really appreciate it. Check out everything Mike is doing at Rivals.com and follow him on Twitter at Rivals Mike. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Brand new videos up from Luke Grant breaking down Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Michael Carter, plus Killer Pace's latest Pace's Playbook commentary. If you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please go ahead and do that. And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.